Welcome to the Sayrete, a Bleach fandom community podcast brought to you by Ripping Out Your Heart. Sure, you could travel to a cave and learn special secret techniques from your great-grandfather, or you could just read Bleach because Lord knows this manga has been ripping out my heart for decades. Hey, everybody. My name is Del, and today... I am joined by Nomi. Hi. Oh, Hi. Oh, that was truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Short, sweet, and hashtag accurate. To the point. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, like sometimes, much like Komamura's heart, these things just seem as though they are handed to me on a platter. <laughs> uh, hmm. <laughs> Fun fact. When I read these chapters... Uh, or at least, like, there was a seer. I was catching up at the time. Ba- whatever. These chapters made me full out ugly cry on an airplane. That's what oh. I'm getting at. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Ugh. yeah. Just, it's, it's getting to that point now where everything is just going to be so much feels and revelations and just like uh, breath and throat kind of just, oh my gosh. Yeah, no, people are, like, I mentioned this last time as well, but people are for real getting fucked up. Like, uh-huh. b- b- and on both sides, but people are not okay. <laughs> They're not, and they are pulling out all the stops in order to do what needs to be done. Yeah, new Bonkai that we've never seen before, for example. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Okay, well, because I mean, so obviously we're going to have to get into that. But in order to get into that, we first need to do episode summaries. So uh, care to take it away? Yeah, let's do this. So we've got Bleach episode 382, which is episode 16, if you're just counting from the start of Thousand Year Blood War. The Fundamental Virulence. The attacks on the Serete continue, with many Shinigami falling prey to the might of the Quincy. All seems to be at a loss. Hitsugaya blasted by Basby and then faced by his own Bankai when Kang Du tags Basby out and faces off against the 10th Division captain, after needlessly throwing the injured and questionably alive body of Matsumoto Rangiku onto the ground, saying that it's Shahabaha's orders to ca- kill the captains with their own Bankai. Meanwhile, in the Department of Research and Development, we pick up from the cliffhanger of last week with Kisuke's phone call to Mayuri saying he's figured out a way to recover the stolen Bankai. Only, Mayuri is not happy that Kisuke tapped his sunsuit and hangs up on him. As you do. <laughs> Kisuke, the slimy we get that he is, however, was just hanging out in the precipice world, chilling, waiting for the opportune moment to pop out and say, hello, I'm actually here. Reluctantly, Mayori agrees to work with Kisuke, and through the power of Asoji Jiho drones, they deliver little black pills to captains and lieutenants. Kisuke explains that these Shin Eyaku were made after he witnessed the problems that Quilgi had when he absorbed Ion. Noting that hollows are like poison to the Quincy, this pill would turn their Bankai hollow just long enough for it to hurt the Quincy, thus releasing it back to the Shinigami to use. Using Kido, Kisuke explains all of this to the captains and lieutenants and Yumichika and Ikaku, which drastically changes the course of events. Hitsugaya reaches out and touches the pill that had appeared before him, regaining his Bankai, and Omeda grabs the one that appears near him and rescues Soifon, who was lying unconscious at BG-9's mercy. Now awake, because who can sleep through an announcement from Kisuke, she summons her Bankai and, with Omeda supporting her, she fires off a shot, seemingly destroying BG-9. Hitsugaya also revived with his Bankai, now back with him, finishes his fight with Kangdu, 
Meanwhile, across the Serite, 5th Division Shinji Hiraku is having far too much fun as he releases his Bankai! Yeah, honestly, yeah. same. <laughs> <laughs> as amazing display of confusion that pits his enemies against each other. Normally not able to use it due to its affecting, also affecting his allies, he was able to use it due to the fact that it was just him against the Quincy's. Lieutenant Shuhei and the pseudo-lieutenants Ikaku and Yumichika, because let's face it, they probably had to pick up your churro slack, all find each other and face off three versus one against Master Masculine. And across the Serete, Bambietta laments the fact that Doggy's Bankai has disappeared. But then is angered by the fact that her friends have also disappeared. She goes to destroy more to find her friends, but is stopped by the Doggy himself, all mysteriously bucket-coated, 7th Division Captain Komomura Sajin. He's not here for long, though. His target is Yahabaha, and Shinji assures him that he will take on the exploding Quincy to allow Komamura to move on his way. He releases his Shikai, and the two engage in combat. With so many Quincy's falling or seeming to be overpowered in their battles, there's a shift in balance as red light extends from Bambietta and various other coloured lights appear across the Serete as Quincy's unleash the Volstandic a powerful boost to their powers that could tip the scales, something that was previously unachievable due to the Bankais they had all stolen. Meanwhile, up with Squad Zero, Ichigo continues his training, walking through the path with immense pressure bearing down on him. With each step, he receives visions seemingly of a man in pools of reishi being encased with crystals. Wow, yeah, Ichigo's really not been doing the most this time, has he? <laughs> he's either been doing the most or doing nothing. Hard to he's tell. Been, he's been doing <laughs> he, more than he's been yeah. doing in the manga, so, you know. <laughs> you know what? That's true. Uh, maybe we'll pick up with him next episode. Oh, who knows? Maybe not. Anyway, <laughs> in episode 383, or 17 if you're spicy, uh, Heart of Wolf. Unlike her fellow femritters, Bambietta decides to use her activated Quincy Volstandig in her fight against Shinji. Turns out, it doesn't really matter that Bambi's perception is reversed because her The Explode shrift is mostly an area of effect ability anyway. And after a series of Reishi bombs, our upside down king is left wounded and out of the fight. This doesn't stop 5th Division Lieutenant Momo Hinamori from leaping into action, only to face intervention from 7th Division Captain Sajin Komamura. Komamura pieces together the truth, which Bambi confirms. The projectiles aren't bombs, but instead turn anything they touch into bombs, meaning that they can't be blocked. Komamura, whose armor is being destroyed bit by bit and projectile by projectile, buys Momo enough time to haul Shinji to safety. And when the smoke from Bambi's bombs clears, Komamura stands before his adversary in the form not of a wolf, but of a human. Komamura, it turns out, previously communed with the elder of his wolfman clan and learned the Jinka technique, allowing him a few brief moments of incredible power at the cost of his literal, actual, still-beating heart. In the present, Komamura goes Bankai, revealing a new special ability— a fiery-eyed demon form that, like Komamura's own body, is nearly invulnerable to damage. The fight rages, and at the end, Komamura manages to redirect Bambi's bombs back into her own body, where they explode, ending the battle. 
Komamura resolves to make it to Silburn and kill Yahabaha, but as he begins to move forward, his form shifts, and the next thing we know, he's lost his human form altogether, becoming little more than just a wolf, which his lieutenant, Iba, soon picks up and carries on his shoulders. (laughs) And I cry. (laughs) Um, And (laughs) elsewhere... Other Quincy's remark that their damage has been largely repaired. Hashwalth states to Shunsui that the battle is becoming more even. He begins to approach Shunsui and Nanao because, you know, he's been casually siphoning Reishi away from Nanao's barrier, but but it's 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 chill because Nanao immediately puts a stronger barrier in place. <laughs> she's just, God, she's great. Uh, and anyway, Hashwalt seemingly out of nowhere decides to peace out because apparently Yahabaha is calling him back, which, you know, sure. Elsewhere, elsewhere, 11th Division good boys Yumichika and Ikaku, along with Shuhei Hisagi, are still squaring off with Masked Masculine, who, thanks to his tiny hype man James, keeps getting back up when he's knocked down. Despite Shuhei's continued efforts to at least waylay Mask, things seem pretty hopeless. Until a disappointed-looking Kensei and a smiling Rose appear, ready to take on this foe. And also, Ichigo keeps trekking through the Izuru Sando. Extra pupils appear in his eyes, and he screams a little, and overall, it's not looking like a great time, until he spies something new at the end of the tunnel. Not a light, but a palace, draped in layers and layers of fabric. And we'll find out what that's all about sometime. <laughs> sometime. Yeah. Who knows when? Who knows it's true. When? It's been like, okay, here's all this shit, and here's a minute of e- of your main character at the end. Every single episode yeah. has done that so far, right? It's it's like, oh, don't forget this guy. He's the main character. Don't- <laughs> it's like, right. it's not called Bleach. This is called Ichigo. You know, I'm just going to remind you that he's here. <laughs> Yeah, he's, yeah. God, but I guess maybe that does really go to showcase the fact that this is an ensemble show. I mean, not that there's ever been any doubt, but the fact that it is still going along this strongly when its main character has been in a pretty static place and has really had no screen time lately, I mean, that's commendable. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And it is. There's something for everyone, really, isn't there? Ugh, (laughs) I've been saying it for years. Yeah, like truly. And even like even these two episodes back to back, it's like, all right, cool. I mean, I guess I was about to say the first one had like a kind of a, a... The first one was very, very ensemble focused. And that was, uh, they're really, you know, if you care about Toshiro, then you get to see him have an emotional moment when he sees Matsumoto yeah. on the ground. Or like if you really care about... Uh, why am I? Co- oh, you. Oh, if you, hypothetically, if you really care about Shinji, you get to see some cool powers. And then the next episode, it's like Komamura's vibe is so different, and that was such a, a zoomed-in portrait of his experience. So, truly, yeah, whatever whatever vibes you tend to respond to, they probably exist in Bleach somewhere. Yeah, because in the space of these two episodes, not only did we get all these different character perspectives, we also got different forms of storytelling as well. Like, we got some backstory, mm. we got some character building, we got some um, interactions of, like, friendship groups, we've got fights, so if you're only here for the fights, there's plenty of those, but if you are here yeah. for the storytelling and the lore and the um, character building as well, you're going to get that too. Yeah. So, was that also true in the manga? 
he asked hesitantly. For the most, for the most part, yeah. Okay, this, all right, this, cool. This this first episode, I tell you though. Mm. Oh no! All right. Yeah. Normally we we, we, average... we know what we know what we must do. Yeah. Um. So normally we average around about six, five to six chapters per episode. This episode was oh, three my. and two pages. Oh, it was very reminiscent of an old episode when they were like, yeah, yeah. So the manga- well, that's kind of nice. The- yeah. Sorry, uh, go ahead. And I mean, yeah, it is nice. And it slows it down a little bit because I did think it was going a little bit too fast. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the pacing was good mm-hmm. uh, by and large in this episode, I felt. Plus, I'm not going to complain when we get Shinji and a Bankai. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Catch me like, what are the anime and manga differences? Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, you think? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the manga chapters we used for this episode of 382 is 552, The Fundamental the fundamental Violence. I can't even say that word. Um, it's a weird word. Yeah. 553, Frozen Cross. 554, Desperate Lights. And then two pages of 559, The Night Right. Ooh, okay. Um, so <clears throat> there was a little bit of expansion on how Kisuke and Mayori got the shadow infiltration pills out to everyone. Like the addition of the mm. little weird Asoji Jiho um, drones that they sent out. They were so cute. <laughs> there was. <laughs> you would say that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, they, well, I, okay, I... Yes, <laughs> correct. Um, you had a little bit more addition for Kisuke just being badass and sharing his observations, specifically how Quilgi and how he can control after he absorbed Ion. Uh, that was added. Mm. Mm-hmm. The whole bit about Shinji with all the lesser Quincy and Shinji going Bankai, that was completely anime. Shinji's mm. Bankai doesn't actually get revealed until one of the novels. So to see that animated yeah. so soon and it's just, <sighs> yeah, pretty. So, oh my God. Yeah, I mean, obviously we'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was expansion to the Hisagi Yumachika in a Kaku fight. Uh, that fight happens off page in the manga. Um, <sighs> so that whole, they all talk, that whole switch to them, the night right, and then leading into Master Masculine coming down. That's the two pages of them just talking, and then we actually don't see them again until Hisagi's pummeled into the ground and be- they're being rescued. Mm. So that fight mm. got expanded, giving them a little bit more screen time. Um, the There was an extension to Shinji versus Bambietta um, that was pretty cool to see, you know, Shinji actually getting to hold his own for a little bit instead of being one child. <laughs> yeah, 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 yes. <laughs> God, that was disappointing in the manga. I do. I remember that pretty specifically because yeah. it being like, oh, good. We see. That's the thing about the ensemble cast of it all, too, is when you see somebody on on not on screen on the page for the first time in a bit, it's like, oh, good. They're going to have a moment. Oh, yeah. guess not. OK, next, <laughs> next I suppose. I uh, yeah, um, there's a skipped scene at the end of uh, 554 Desperate Lights. Um hmm. Kisuke gets a phone call, but that's not shown in the anime. 
because Ooh. they're not ready for oh, that yet. Oh yeah. Oh wow. That, hmm, ooh, yeah. Hmm. I'm just remember. I'm just remembering things. Yeah. Wow. Oh boy. Oh wow. Yeah. And then of course the Ichigo end credit scene because they need to remind us that Ichigo still exists and that he's going who? through some shit. So yeah. Sorry, who? Ichigo. Who? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know her. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't. I thought you didn't hear me. That's all good. I'm slow. <laughs> no, sorry. No, it's a hard bit over long distance. I guess. <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> um. So yeah, and that's that's everything for that episode. That's frankly pretty inoffensive. I would say. Yeah. I mean. I don't think I dislike any of the changes. I think the changes like actually added to the storytelling. Yes. And I think this is the first instance we've actually seen because we knew, um, I think Kubo alluded to the fact that they are extending fight scenes, giving people, adding in new fight scenes and just kind of extending the lore and what he had written. Um, And this this episode is a good example. They've taken three full chapters and made it into a 30 minutes instead of cramming six five to six chapters and just whizzing through it all they've you know taken their time with it right because yeah we were before this me and my sister were trying to figure out how they're gonna fit all of this into 56 episodes (laughs) four parts two more parts after this and we were like how is this gonna work and then this one slowed down and we were like okay this could work (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah. oh and it's nice because I, I, I'm taking it as read that whatever happens in the anime in this arc, we can regard as canon because Kubo was so involved. And so it does feel like a bit of a reassurance that because it's just it's so silly to think that the Shinigami would be in such desperate situations and not pull out all the stops and considering we've seen so many bankai so far it's like shinji what are you doing bro if he's not busting out his bankai so i'm like yeah whatever even if i were to go back and reread the manga just without considering the anime really again i i would just take it as read that like you know what fine not my favorite but he used his bankai off screen like or off the page Mm -hmm. i guess like happy happy to allow that because because why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he if the circumstances permitted him? Area of effect Bankai are a whole nother conversation. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, I mean, the one thing to be said, though, that they I feel like they could have extend, expanded a little bit more. And maybe they will in current episodes. But I mean, Shindy's pretty knocked out by now. Oh, it's the yeah. fa- it's, it matches in with something that Kisuke says. And Kisuke talks mm. about how hollows are poisonous to Quincy's. Oh, yeah, man. And then Shinji goes and takes a hollow pill, turning his shik- his bankai hollow. Shinji, you're already half hollow. <laughs> I think it's... I, I wonder if it enhances... Like, because well, we know that Shikai and bankai can change over time. I wonder to, uh, whatever, I have a lot of thoughts about how long it took any of the visors to get accustomed to, like, sharing the same amount of real estate with one more occupant, basically. (laughs) Um, And so I'm sure that there are elements of his Shikai and Bankai that changed after he was holofied, but that doesn't mean that he or any of the rest of the visors are, like, super stoked about it even still. So maybe this was a way of saying, like, whatever, remove any and all hesitation, 
balls to the wall. Let's just let's let's do as much as absolutely possible. And, you know, maybe this is probably not correct. Let's say his current Bankai is like half Shinigami, half hollow. Maybe this tips the scales in a hollowish direction and that fucks with the Quincy's more. So why not? Plus, I think if Shinji's going to trust anybody about this, it's Kisuke, right? Yeah. Surely. Yeah. But then there's there's also the question of why didn't he holify? I mean, maybe he didn't have time. Maybe he was so confident in himself that he thought he could have taken Bambi. And then Bambi just went vol standing and everything changed. So yeah. maybe he it's a good question. didn't have time. And maybe, you know, when Rose and Kensei get their fight, maybe that will change. Yeah. I also, there's a limit to how many times in rapid succession any of them can holify, no matter how skilled they are at that. So I wonder, I wonder whether, I, I don't know what his like analysis of the whole Bambi situation was, mm. but I wonder if he was like, no, no, I need to save this for if I end up going up against Yahabaha in the next 10 minutes or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because you- That's my only other, yeah. You don't want to use up all your spell slots on the little people before you get to the big bad evil. Oh, <laughs> oh we could talk about action economy for a really <laughs> long time, but fundamentally, yes, I agree with you. Also, Shinji's a full caster. I will die on that. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, so Shinji, Hollow, maybe we'll see it <clears throat> with the others. Who knows? <sighs> it would look cool with his new uniform digs with the little cravat and the mask. Bye. He would look very cool. Uh, should mm. tie that cravat around his head and go punk rock at some point. Yeah, you could do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Well, okay, so what do you think of the Bankai itself now that you're, you, I mean, because of course, being aware of it from the context of the novels or Bleach Brave Souls or something is one thing, but actually seeing it in action in this way is different. Yeah, definitely. I think using it as he did then is basically, it's the perfect opportunity to use it because mm -hmm. it's, it's area of effect. He's got, you know, it basically turns everyone around him against each other. No one knows who is friend, no, who is foe, up is down, left is right. Everything is just pretty much chaotic, which suits him to a T. Mm -hmm. um, so to have all of his allies and everything just lying around him, no one else in sight, and just using it in that instance to kind of knock down. I don't, it's it's one of those Bankai's that's very visually impressive. Oh, but yes. if he is one-on-one -on -one against someone else, it wouldn't work. So that's, no, that's no. its downside. He wouldn't be, if he if it was him and Yahaba right at the end and he was he was the one to deal the finishing blow, he wouldn't be able to go Bankai, which very much limits his power and strength. Yeah, if it were one on no, it's not it's not a one on one yeah, ability. No. Which I mean which is also sort of, I think, reflective which of what Shinji is like as a person, because both formally and informally, one of his strongest skill sets is stepping into leadership positions and giving other people helpful direction. Um, and one could make an argument that his Bankai is more about manipulation, for example. Mm -hmm. But I think there is something about just calling the shots that pervades his entire power set. And in the context of a one-on-one -on -one battle, that's harder to do. If you're, if you're 
if you are a charismatic person influencing a group, you can kind of tip the scales. A critical mass will come at some point. There's no critical mass available to you in a one-on-one fight. It's just your raw power against somebody else's raw power, whether that's something like swordplay or just true persuasion. Yeah. And I think there were probably people out there that would probably argue then that maybe Shinji isn't as powerful as they all make him out to be, but he's got so many other things Mm. that kind of... Mm-hmm tip that over that balance that out he's he's been with his bankai for years he's been a captain for years yes so he's you know even before he was holified you know he's probably got tricks up his sleeve that put him at that level of captain despite the fact that he wouldn't be able to go toe-to-toe with a big bad evil yeah like he's he's got great people skills and all like lest we forget i mean for fuck's sake i I still one of the coolest moments in all of bleach ever 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 walking forward hand in the air pulls the veil aside no words like what the fuck like that's so strong and so cool a lot of people can't do that shit it's he's just he's you know he's he's got the brains he's got the abilities and you know i think everything else encompasses um which yeah he you know he could go up against eisen he wouldn't go bankai against eisen but he can you know match wits with eisen well well i suppose one could make that argument yes flashes back to the winter war cries yeah Oh, God. Well, Aizen's such a Maybe shit. before he fused with Hogyoku Aizen. <laughs> Pre-fusion. <laughs> yeah. post So Shinji having holified Aizen pre-Hogyoku, honestly, yeah. probably. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy to accept that. Yeah. <laughs> it's also, I believe, and I, I'm sort of thinking through the lineup in my head, w- with the exception of like, I mean, whatever. Yamamoto's Bankai is bananas and it has a wide range, but it's not like when I say area of effect, it's like he Yamamoto can still select things and tar- target areas if he wants to is the vibe I got and, until you get to the big horde of undead people fucking whatever. But um, um, I think Shinji's is is so far the only like, no, no, this is exclusively an area of effect Bankai that we've seen, I think, so far, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. I think. Because a lot of them have big ranges, but that's not the same as being a true area of effect in that way, exactly. Like, he Shinji cannot target it, is I guess what I mean. It is everybody, no matter what. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, if you're within range, you are fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, from all the Bankais that we've seen so far, yeah. Yeah. So it's just a thing that makes him a little different. Yes. Yeah. Is... It, it adds to his uniqueness. Yes, it very much does. Yeah. Yes. It's a big sphere of influence. He has a big sphere of influence. God bless him. He, 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 in, in both personality and in Bankai. <laughs> yeah, no, yes. And, and I think those things are, are you can't separate them because no, yeah. your, pow- your powers wouldn't be your powers if they didn't come from you. Yeah, so, he's, yeah. he's very magnetic. Magnetic. That was like enigmatic and magnet yeah. at the same <laughs> Magnanimous time. Magnanimous <laughs> and magnetic. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he's very magnetic. Um, yeah. And just... In the sense that, depending on whether you're also magnetic, you're either drawn right to him or you are repelled brilliantly. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> That's exactly what it is. Yeah. 
Um, is that what you got on Shinji? The only thing that I did want to call out about uh, it's it's a Shinji moment, but it's also like a fun little. I don't even want to call it a storytelling moment exactly, but it is. Uh, the the anime was having fun expressing itself, I guess. Um, because we've expressed before on the podcast, and this is something that I do tend to agree with, that even in instances where exposition is necessary, people explaining their powers is always like, come on, why? Why would you give your enemy this advantage? Uh, yeah. Stupid. And so Shinji is starting to explain how his backwards-inducing perception fuck stuff works to Bambi. Um and I was like, come on, Shinji, you're smarter than this. You're better than this. But then over the course of the explanation is when his words start to go backwards also. Yes. So I was like, oh, good. You're th- I will allow it in this one instance because there is no world in which she'll be able to actually grasp your explanation. So this is subversive. This is an awful bit that mocks her deliberately very clever 11 out of 10 this is the one instance in which i'm tremendously okay with it yeah uh, and i and i am okay with it also because like other anime in as well as bleach have set the precedent that like oh explaining our powers is something we do but if it's explaining your powers with the sole intention of being like fuck you you can't understand me because my powers mean you can't understand me ha 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 yeah love it fight it's explaining incredible. done right yes yeah, yeah. Fight explaining where you're not actually revealing what your powers can yeah. do because <laughs> because you're just being a little shit and it's great. Right, take note, everybody else. <laughs> yeah, genuinely. God. Uh, yeah. I think that's it, though, that's cool. <laughs> for me. Um, well, I mean, speaking of Bankai, the Quincy have Bankai? Mm. <laughs> They do now. Well, kind of. Sung Do does ish. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, you didn't see it much, but yeah, it seems to be that they've all got this very weapon, very kind of, you know, Shinigami get Bankai, so um, Espada get um, Resurrection or Second Etapa. If you're what's his Okiora. face, Okiora. <laughs> yeah, and then Quincy get Volstande. Yeah. Which I mean, who's surprised? Who is surprised, who is surprised? that power scaling works exactly. similarly across demographics? Yeah. Yes. But I'm glad about it. It means we can have the it's like when when Bambi is like, oh, area of effect, bombs, and Shinji goes, area of effect, fuck you and who you think your enemies and allies are. It's like, yeah, of course. It's more opportunities for classic Kubo power versus power yeah. matchups. I I'm a sucker for that. I really am. Yeah. Nah, and it's it's. It'll be interesting to see how this tips other battles in favor, because mm-hmm. um, I think the only fight we've got currently at the moment that we're going to be hitting next is mm. masked and masculine, because um, mm. everyone else is seemingly unalived. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You can never tell with yes. these people who's alive and Who who's not. <laughs> no, well, it's also that thing, too, of, like, you can have the most gnarly-looking chest wound in Bleach and then two episodes <laughs> later be like, so anyway, where were we? And it's like, the, the logic is not perfectly sound. It's, it's not, no. <laughs> 
Yeah, like Shinji, who, like, sh- eyes closed, looked wrecked, Mobo had to carry him away. If he were to, like, sit up and be like, actually, here's another technique, I'd be like, you know what, dude? Fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it wouldn't fuck with my understanding of how physics work in this world at all. Second wind, they got this. It's okay. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. I know. Um, I feel like there was more that happened in this episode other than Shinji. I mean, (laughs) we sort of rejoined a lot of people who were previously in the midst of things, though. I think we picked up in the middle of a lot of stuff. And then the Bambi fight is maybe the first thing that we started. And so, I mean, of course, you and I both really like Shinji. So naturally, we're we're spending a decent amount of time. And also, it was a big deal to get this Bankai animated. I think it's I think we can justify the fan souling here. Um, But but mostly we kind of wrapped up some loose ends from previous episodes or just dropped a couple of threads that are picked up later. The bulk of this episode, I feel like, was was the Bambi fight. And then I guess Kisuke Kisuke. coming into Soul Society was maybe the other big thing. But (laughs) He wasn't on screen for very long. It was just a piece no, of information. I do have to love his entrance, though, and that one member of Squad 12 oh my God, going, what a shit. he's so amazing. And this other guy going, shh, don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you're, you're fired, dude. That's it. You're gone to murder. Uh, oh, scientists' rivalries. It's a trope as old as time. And it never, it, it's all, it's there. It's just so delicious. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> I did have a bit of confusion when all the pills appeared and I think Mm. it was because my I wasn't really understanding the subtitles as much or the way it was worded oh okay but when all the pills arrived um and like some pills arrived I saw Omeda's like I saw Omeda get a pill and I'm like oh yeah he's totally gonna take that to um Soifon but then when Mm -hmm. Ikaku and Yumichika and Hisagi got theirs I was like does that mean they've got Bankai like I just completely was just like what is going on why are all these random people getting them and I'm like well maybe they just gave them to Ikaku and Yumichika because the more people to help Squad 11 find theirs is the better (laughs) Do you actually think Kisuke doesn't know about Ikaku's Bankai? Oh, yeah. I, just, I mean, totally. Yeah, know. one of them was definitely for Ikaku because it's the worst kept secret in the Soete at this point. Right. And we also, Shuhei, Shuhei's been like, you know, doing a little dance of death yeah. with his Kazushini for a hot minute anyway. Yeah, so. you know, he's been training yeah. with, Ken- with Kensei, you know. Mm. Yumichika, Yumichika's powers are interesting. Um, they really are. And I think, ha- here's a question for you. And this is probably going mm. into next episode because um, mm. they're all rolling into one at the moment with mm-hmm, Yumichika's mm-hmm. true Shikai, mm-hmm. his keto-based Shikai. Yay. Would that have probably helped him more with the whole Reishi stealing thing? Like, could he have stopped James from constantly healing um, Mask? Would he have been mm. able to kind of steal the Vol standing? Like, what do you think if Yumichika had just bit the bullet and gone all out and done his true yeah. shikai i imagine so simply in the sense that in order to keep i i i, I think it would have fucked with james more and i think that's the crux of the whole entire thing yeah. so short answer yes long answer it's hard to say whether that or just you know goring james through the belly would have been more effective i genuinely don't mm-hmm. know uh but God, I just, I want to see Yumichika suck people's life force real bad. So I will advocate for one solution above another, but that's just my bias. I mean, that's probably not the only thing he sucks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's, yep. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh god oh man um but yeah that's that's all i got it was mostly shinji flailing from my end <laughs> yeah there was a cool line um and it was it was so when kamamura first shows up and it's before his, his armor well, it was because that happens in the next episode, but he just looks like, you know, regular old Kamamura with the bucket back on his head, which is another thing that's whatever. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk plenty about Kamamura, I'm sure. But um, uh, Kamamura says it's too early for or maybe Bambi. I don't know. One of them. I actually can't remember which one of them says it's too early for the hero yeah. to appear. Uh, yeah, that was that Kamamura. That's what my notes make it look no, like. But it it's was, totally it was Bambi. And then Shinji. Comes it was Bambi. In. OK. Um, I guess we can't be heroes. Yeah, yeah, because she's talking about the armor and the bucket and like you know, uh, being looking mm-hmm. like a superhero or whatever it was. It was slightly different yeah, in the manga, yeah. but not enough to talk about. But yeah, and, but it was also I thought sort of like a tongue-in-cheek way. So meta, very cool to be like, hey, everybody watching of course this isn't going to be the big showdown fight that ends anything. Like, as viewers, we know that, but, you know, everyone to some extent is the main character in their own story, and so whatever, whatever. But it shows a really cool amount of self-awareness, certainly from Shinji, and frankly, I was about to say from Komamura too, but I don't think that's true, because Komamura was like, I'm going to kill Yuhabaha, and I was like, hmm, okay, okay, sir, I'm sure you are. Um, But uh, to say, like, Shinji, at the very least, too, who has spent a decent amount of time with Ichigo, to be fair, is like, I think Shinji knows they're holding down the fort until Ichigo can get back. Shinji knows yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, cool line, cool little bit of potential meta-awareness. Uh, and if not that, then from a from a winking at the audience standpoint, <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. That's it, though, for me. Yeah. Uh, no, the only last thing I have is a fun fact... Uh, Kang Du oh and Soifon share the same shoe suppliers. <laughs> what? Show me what? They are. <laughs> are they just pointy? No, they're flat. Kang Du is one of the only Quincy's to wear flat shoes, <gasps> and Soifon oh, also wears flat shoes. And I think it's due to their because uh, they've both got very Chinese influences in both their name and yeah. everything they've got going on. Um, so they've both got the same type of shoes. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, that's my fun fact oh, of I the love day. That. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Oh. Well, all right. Okay. Uh should we shift then to oh boy, anime and manga differences yeah. for the next episode? The 383 Heart of Wolf. We have manga chapters uh. 555 The Hero. Uh f- Oh, well. <laughs> How about it? Yeah. 556 The Wolf Spain. 557, Left My Life Behind. 558, Heart of the Wolf. The first seven pages and the final three pages of 559, Night Right. Um, so mm-hmm. that's still not the whole of that chapter, um, including mm-hmm. the two okay. pages from the last episode. They still, they still skipped a bit. And 560, Rages at the Ringside, which is just the first 5.5 pages. Ah, sure, sure, sure. Um, so it actually skips the majority of 555, um, the hero, hmm. uh, presumably, presumably, hopefully to be used in a future episode. Uh, there was some other things going on at that point, um, in that chapter that we haven't seen yet. Five, 
what the hell? What? Wait, what? Hmm, what's that chapter number? I just need to five, look five, something five, up the hero. <laughs> I, okay. I can tell All you right, one word just... that you can edit out and you'll probably understand it. All right. It's the stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, we're fine. Yep. yep. <laughs> uh, wait, skips. Komomoa has an internal monologue about Bambi's bombs. Uh, he kind of figures it all out and has his own internal monologue and kind of explains to himself and the audience what he's doing. Um, but mm. that isn't that doesn't get relayed in the anime. Uh, there's some additional scenes in the anime of Ishida randomly collecting Kangdu and BG9. Um, uh, skips the last page of five five eight, which reveals who these new arrivals are at the end of the episode. Ah, uh huh. Mm-hmm. And there's a skipped scene in five five nine, which again is hopefully going to be used in another episode. Um, Ooh, so oh, there's a oh all these teasers all these teasers oh, all these skip scenes um, so yeah that's that's pretty much it again you know mm. a slowed down episode it may seem a lot because there was one two three four five they used six episode they used six chapters but they didn't use six whole chapters they used bits and pieces sure 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 with a lot of backwards and forwards and it felt pretty fluid to me yeah. I thought oh yeah like it worked well yeah. um. The main reason I think why they wanted, they put the um, Yumichika Ikaku and Hisagi fight kind of simultaneously at the all the other fights, was in the manga it happens a little bit later because they make allude to the time and yeah. the fact that it's night and all that, but they shifted it around to make everything simultaneously happening at the same time. Yeah, I think I sort of as I was reading the manga, I remember sort of assuming that most of it was not exactly simultaneous but like i you you do get the sense and i think this is true in the anime too that there's just a lot of there are a lot of small confrontations not small in the sense that they are contained not in the sense that they are like low impact or in the sense that they're not destructive or something but there are a lot of like one-on-one one-on-two whatever whatever things happening all over the seirete more or less simultaneously yeah, yeah, absolutely. I say the Seirete. I guess it's Quincy Town now. Yeah, I know. I just keep you know I mean. calling it Seirete as well, but yeah. I refuse. It's the Seirete, goddammit. <laughs> it will always be the Seirete. <laughs> yeah, the Seirete in my heart. Ugh. Uh, so I, th- I suppose the big thing for this episode and the fact that mm-hmm. it is called Heart of the Wolf um, mm-hmm. was... Uh, the Kensei reveal. No, I'm kidding. It wasn't. It was. Oh my god! <laughs> it was Komamoa, and oh boy, Komamoa. What a what a what a history, right? Ah, so much. Yeah, there was so much lore and character building, and like like the introduction of werewolves, which, as a point, I'm pretty oh. sure it was never actually explicitly mentioned in the manga that they were werewolves, but the anime dropped that actual tidbit that they are canonically werewolves. Yeah. Well, it's also worth noting that werewolf can mean a bunch of different things yeah. depending on what period of history you're talking about. And like sometimes it is truly just like an ongoing man-wolf hybrid situation. And sometimes there's a component of voluntary transformation. And sometimes it's truly a curse. And it just, it's, 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 and sometimes they are also vampires, by the way. Like sometimes that line gets really blurry. Yeah. It's, it it so yeah werewolf was an interesting choice of word but it's like yeah wolf wolf man werewolf those words are sometimes interchangeable in an english translation i get it yeah i get it 
And it'll be interesting to see what they call it in, say, a dubbed point of view, because especially, I think, to us in the Western world, we always um, synonymize werewolf with um, lycanthrope um, and that whole element of, you know, bitten bitten by a werewolf, you turn into a werewolf, that kind of curse. That's the one thing I think oh that my gosh. pops into mind. Whereas I think this is... You know, that's very... It's giving holification, honestly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those things are not related. Like, Komamura has zero hollow yeah, shit going no. on. That's not what I'm saying well, at all. But there's a level of, like... I, he is now missing well, a hole in his heart that is very reminiscent of a hollow hole. But that's a... That's, no, that's no, just he's a just a cute dog now, and I will hear nothing <laughs> otherwise. Um, uh, uh, no, but but there's... I think... I feel like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess I never thought about how similar <laughs> holification and werewolf shit is. <laughs> but it's pretty darn close. Yeah, ex- especially with this, you know, again, he's transcended beyond what a normal mm. person... Like, what a normal being of his status would do and he has made mm-hmm. that leap and sacri- put so much on the line and sacrificed himself mm-hmm. and honestly I feel kind of bad for him really yeah well he sacrificed his life to basically order to like I don't know uh, kamikaze Yahaba like he was going to sacrifice himself he was gonna, just gonna go fight knowing that he was not gonna come out of it but he got waylaid by Bambi mm-hmm. and he's like almost wasted his shot in a sense. Oh, yeah. Bambi really fucked it yeah. up, didn't she? That's a yes. I see what you mean. Because, yeah, I think it, uh, the notion of Kamamura sacrificing himself for this bigger cause isn't something that I feel pity for him about or anything like that. I feel like he he made that choice deliberately. He had agency. He worked with his circumstances well and he believed in what he was doing. And he even acknowledged, which I think it took him a while because he is such a like decent guy. He acknowledged that he wanted revenge, which is a difficult thing to do if you are used to being a decent guy, mm-hmm. presumably. Um, yeah, Bambi really fucked it yeah. up. She's such a pain, truly. <laughs> uh, I love her power. Yeah, actually, like the, the power and that whole fight. And the just, I think... As what I really liked as well is Komamoa's circle of revenge. Like the hit, the character growth and him always telling Tosin not to throw your life away. And the reason why he was really right. doing it is because I think he might have been afraid of who he was, of the clan he had left behind, of who he could become. Mm-hmm. But now things are so mm-hmm. desperate. He kind of threw caution to the wind and he knew what he had to do. But in the end, he was like, I should have just listened to myself. I should have heeded the advice that I gave to my friend Tosin and not let revenge get in the way because ultimately the clan is built on revenge. I think that was kind of like a little beautiful circle that he had there and a little moment that we had with Komamura. It's true. Yeah. I will say, though, maybe on the flip side, Bambi was a big problem and he took care of a big problem. He did as well. Like if for the most part, it looks as though she's pretty done. She doesn't look great, but she doesn't. You know, but, you folks know, have bounced th- back from worse. <laughs> they have, and I mean, the other femme widows have now appeared. So, yeah, they have. That relationship dynamic is really funny too, isn't it? Because like <laughs> Bambi it seemed like she was kind of the leader of this de facto faction. Yeah. And now they don't seem like 
upset at her current circumstances. No, no, they just, they, yeah. She likes to think she's the, she's the de facto leader, but really they all think they're pretty equal or they all think they're de facto leader. <laughs> yeah, and they all called her dumb, which honestly, yeah. I see it. <laughs> uh, something that I think, let me pull it up because I want to get it right. Um, so I think thing number one, and I'm not usually a person who's like, oh yeah, the raw aesthetics are the thing that make me feel excited. Kamamura's Bonkai in this form is, I, dare I say it, it's straight fire. It's very cool looking. Yeah. And although when it first appeared, I was like, hey, it kind of looks like Don Kanoji. Oh, God damn it. It's just the <laughs> fact that there are things. Don Kanoji's mustache and the little horns are doing something similar in the shape of the face. That's that. I, God damn it, Nomi. <laughs> Sorry, no, no, you can't unsee no. it. <laughs> I just, yeah, well, hmm, kind of. <laughs> Bummer. Uh, well, there's, uh, I, what I wanted to share, actually, is the, let me, oh, geez, I shouldn't have closed this tab. Bummer. Hang on. It's okay. There we go. Uh, what I wanted to share is the name of the Bankai translated, because oh. it is so it is so metal whether you translate it literally or whether you translate it um with uh some 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 localization flair um the the viz translation is so so right so we've got the jap it, the japanese is like so it's a long name it's the, 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 like and tengen has been the name of his weapon for forever yeah um but dangai joe is the the form that it takes in in bankai so yeah divine retribution black ropes of ruination armor repulsion rope raiment so it's like Ooh. so it as he explained it's like yeah of course the armor the, because it has no armor is actually like that's the reason why it is so close to invulnerable and looking at this Bankai alongside its translated name, the way that it is, in fact, clad in ropes, and you just see that raw skin. I mean, oh, God, it's kind of giving Attack on Titan, isn't it? But mm. um, armor repulsion rope raiment. Oh, I just think it's very cool. Uh, another, uh, an, uh, an alternate is heavenly punishment, severed male and thread clad. Thread clad. So cool. So cool. I have nothing more to say about that no, part yeah. of it. I just think it's a cool name. <laughs> it is. It is so cool. And it's interesting. Like, I'm intrigued to know if there's any correlation between Dangai, as in what we ha what we know as a Dangai, as the Precipice world. Uh, oh. On his Dangai. And if, those, if there's something in the, in the characters or the words there that link the two, or well. if, it's if it just kind of works out that way. And I've got... I will find out for you. Let me actually look that up because that's a really cool question because there is something about the like in-between of it all that yeah. seems thematically similar. But yeah, hang on. Don Guy, Precipice World. This is the real delving into the Don Kai segment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I don't want to translate to Turkish. Thank you for that suggestion, though. That's not because it thought Japanese was Turkish. It's because I was looking up some other shit earlier. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, completely unrelated. Okay. And then let me just compare. Come here, my love. Don Kai. Do, 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 do. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. 
okay so okay um so the don character is the same um and it translates uh to breaking or severing and Mm -hmm. uh it looks to me like it can be pronounced a couple of different ways and once again caveat for the listeners is that i while i do know some mandarin and the characters overlap i don't know china excuse me i don't know japanese very well at all i just am drawing if anybody has further insights into this like please feel free to leave comments and uh get in touch with us about it somehow because this is just um extrapolation based on what i do know of the characters it looks like um when you put the characters together in the context of kamamura's bankai it does just mean armor actually um and that's well, suppose you said something about the severing as well. So the severing of the armor yeah. and the severing yes. of um, this, the separation of space and time, uh, because yeah. that's what it is. It's the, the precipice world is the separate. It's separated from space and time. That's why you can have like time mm-hmm. fluctuations in it. Um, mm-hmm. So I suppose that could be that the, the, that's basic. It's not like a connection. It's the word connection of separation. Right. As well. And the second character, the second character in in the context of Komamura's Bankai is the one that gives us that armor connotation. And so, yeah, I think uh, the breaking and severing is the through line, and not so much. Yeah, it 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 makes. I don't know that they're related uh, in a way that has anything more to do. It's like I think it is just linguistics and not so much deliberate vibes. But in conclusion, uh, uh, there is a linguistic connection there, and I I I truly can't say whether it's coincidence i mean it's it probably not entirely in the sense that if it's the same character then there is going to be thematic salience um i wonder whether it was deliberate on kubo's part or not is i guess what i'm getting at about that yeah i mean he does have a way with words he Um, really does he really does he does i'm not i'm not kidding i made that seriously were you kidding or were you being serious no 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 like it was both it was both as a pun but also like really serious like some of the words he comes up with and the meanings and just um even though it's not 100 percent accurate or just the best even his connections and change like german to japanese and the trans and how everything fits it's anything that a storyteller dreams to be just be able to like yeah have meaning behind these words nice pretty good yeah Yeah. speaking of words actually there is one more thing that i wanted to call out about the komamura situation so we've spoken before about that like that concept certainly word but also concept of kokoro as in oh kayan this this is the heart that exists between two people who are close to each other oh yeah in this case the word for heart that they use when when the clan elder says you have to rip out your heart, he doesn't use that word. He uses the word for the literal biological organ, which is shin. And so part of me wonders how much of Komamura is still, I think a lot of Komamura is still left in doggy form is I guess what I'm getting at. I think the true heart of Komamura proverbially isn't what was on the plate it's who he is uh around his friends and when he's coming to the defense of people he cares about no yeah i like that he's still got like his his soul heart like it's still it's just his physical heart that he doesn't have yep 
Oh, that's... Cl- oh, my gosh. Isn't that nice? It's Japanese language, man. It's got so many nuances and just words that... We just have one word. We have heart. Whereas they have different yeah. words meaning with different like connotations and different like contexts of how it's used. Yeah, it's oh, man. so it's so nuanced. <sighs> I love it. I love it so yeah. much. Ugh. Um, the only other question that I had about this episode was how much do you think Iba knew about Kamamura's situation? Oh. Good question. I I want to say quite a bit like he didn't seem at all surprised and he i think he knew what had to be done and because he just he just picks picks up komamora and it's like come on let's go defeat yohaba so i think he knew he knew that was komamora yeah that's the thing that tipped um, me so off unless too he'd been like yeah um unless he'd been like hiding in the shadows and watching the whole thing but I, I think, you know, I think Kamamoa might have shed some light on it and is like, look, this is what I have to do. I'm not coming back from this. Or if yeah. I am coming back for this, I'm not going to be the person that you know me as. Yep. So I, I think Agreed. there was a little bit of like, there was the communication there. And I think he trusts, he trusted him enough to divulge. Yeah. I also think there is something... Whether intentionally or not, but it's Kubo, so I want to err on the side of suggesting that it's probably intentional. Iba, for such a long time, has been obsessed with what it means to be a man and the fact that his (gasps) captain in these final moments became a man so that he could fight well. It's just, it's heartbreaking. Oh my God. I I could have chosen any other series of words, honestly, but I'm just going to stick to it. It's heartbreaking. Oh Oh my gosh. That, that, That parallel. Uh-huh. Del. Oh. <laughs> Kubo's good at this. I don't make the rules. Oh my god, Kubo. I also spend too much time probably thinking about the goddamn men soul reaper association, <laughs> so don't thank me for that. But regardless, it, it it's because it's it's not a captain lieutenant relationship that we get a lot of insight into. And Eba can be kind of a meme, but when you take him seriously. He's a good, complex dude. He really is. He really is. And also, when you saw Iba fighting at the start of the episode, like, you know how they had that little oh. bit of... He wasn't in Shikai. He was just a normal Zampak. He was just fighting with a Zampak toe. Yeah, he emerged yeah. with that scratch on him. So go Iba. <laughs> yeah, he's clearly pretty freaking competent. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, shit like that is why I was bawling on an airplane. <laughs> uh. Like truly, oh man. And it's just, there's there's something that I tend to respond to about people who try very hard and lose elements of their autonomy anyway. Uh, and that's at the end. Because once again, I think Komamura was committed to this choice. I don't think he's like a victim of circumstance or anything like that. It's more that at the end, he was trying very, very hard to do something and you know, having made his choice and having contentedly made his choice, but at the very end, his body just says, sorry, no. Like that, oh man, it just, uh, fighting very, people caring a lot and fighting very hard 
in ways that are observable. Uh, I just felt for him so deeply when I first saw him experience that in the manga mm-hmm. on the plane. And uh, I think I've like steeled myself against it now. Cause like it, I don't know, maybe it's because I was learning it for the first time when I was reading the manga. I'm not saying like, Oh, it hit different because it was in color or because uh, there were too many other things happening at the same time for me to focus on Kamamura or anything like that. But it just really, I, cause I, I, that's the thing about reading the manga is you can kind of take as much time to dwell on a panel as you, the reader, need to. Whereas the anime tells you how quickly things should go. Yeah. Nah, definitely. Yeah. Oh man. <sighs> uh, I think. I I mean, everything else was so quick that I sort of like. It's like yeah, we saw we saw Nanao make another cool keto wall. Yeah. And I don't really feel any kind of way about it because there are seventeen thousand other things happening. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, because I think the big the big bulk of it, and you can tell that by the chapter title and the episode title. Right. It, this was a fight. This was this is Komomoa's time to shine, and this was definitely his time to come in. And everything else that kind of happened around him was very small, minor, other than you know, yeah. little tiny little Shinji, no tiny little Momo picking up skinny Shinji. Oh my god! Without a cat in the okay. wall, just like. They weigh, they weigh the same. Look me dead ass in the face and tell me they don't. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. But yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. no. The, no yeah. She's she's strong. She yeah. can lift a person. That makes sense to me. Yeah, I loved it. My little my little my little heart. My little Hirohina heart was happy. I know it's cute. It's cute. <laughs> uh. But I also did appreciate actually storytelling wise, like Komamura saying, "Hey, your captain is fucked up." So as the viewer, I can go like, "Okay, Shinji's actually like out for a bit." Like, yeah, I'm happy that I know that. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, um, Bambietta throwing shade and saying, "Oh, who ca- whose captain are you? The dog doggos or the dead?" Oh my god. Well, in in the anime, she says smirky guys over there, but yeah. in the manga, she's like the dead guy over there. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, man, <laughs> dead. Oh, Shinji. No, you got to work harder to get him completely beat down like that. Yeah. Absolutely he's not. He's playing dead. It's fine. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> I'm just thinking about it. I'm like, maybe. I don't Maybe? I don't know. I don't, he, he's playing dead, right? Right? Please be playing right? dead. Today. Oh, <laughs> right? God. Well, I guess we'll find out. But, you know, that probably would have been confusing in the anime if she'd said that. Viewers would have been like, wait, we just saw your Bankai and now you're fucking dead? Like, that's some whiplash. That's not it. <laughs> Welcome to the manga. <laughs> oh, I literally can't talk about that either. <laughs> Fuck, man. Oh, man. <sighs> More than a non-zero amount of times. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, so all this to say, do you have anything else for this episode? Um, other than the volume game. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so this one I feel like I remember because once again, crying on an airplane, if this yeah. is where I think we're at. Yeah, yeah all right. Well, I, yeah. whatever. Read the fucking poem. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will continue to fight myself. As long as I have the fangs in my heart. Okay. All right. I was right. Is th- yeah. Sorry. Is that the whole thing? That's the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, r- r- rip to the puppy dog. It's that's 
it, Heart of Wolf. It, it, I don't know if the volume is called Heart of Wolf or not. It but is. I, know, I can picture this cover. Yeah. Yeah. It's Komamora. It's Komamora. Yes. Yeah. Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. This, we actually, this was the first time we didn't cross into a new volume halfway through the episode. This, These two Ooh. episodes were like pretty much one volume. Done and dusted. Mm-hmm. That's kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, but that's all I got. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, do we have any news this week or has it been pretty quiet? It's been pretty quiet. Although if you live in Europe and you want to get yourself some cool bleach merchandise, head over to Uniqlo, the store, the clothing oh. store. They have bleach merchandise. Uh, they have bleach t-shirts and everything in Uniqlo. They, they have uh, bleach merchandise in Uniqlo in the United States as well. I ah, can confirm nice. that. I have seen it with my eyes. Um, it's just exciting because, you know, we don't normally get to see bleach stuff in Europe. So Right. <laughs> and, well, and Uniqlo for a long time has been real. Like, they've had One Piece collabs for ages. They've yeah, had Dragon Ball yeah. collabs for ages. Like, Ghibli collabs, I think. But this is the first time I'd seen bleach in a brick and mortar. So that was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, I'll be going there when I hit London or Japan or someplace. where I Because... I do not have one near me. I live in the States. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have one near me at the moment either. I was visiting my brother in New York City and uh, we popped in and it was ah, nice. Ah, nice. Yeah. This was this was like a month and a half ago. Yeah. Anyway. Um, cool. All right. So that brings us to our Shinigami Cup Peroxide Edition. Nomi, who wore it best this week? Well, it has to be... Momo's mm. strength to carry Skinny Shinji. Oh, <laughs> sweet! Just her, just just her being all Lieutenant E and just picking him up and just taking them to safety. Yeah. <sighs> um. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just need, I feel the need to flag that Shinji and Yumichika both appeared in these episodes. So I'm just, listeners, if you've been with us for a minute, you're going to know that in all circumstances, all the time, no matter what, those two wore it best. My <laughs> rip Xylaprogram's nowhere to be seen, so he doesn't qualify. Um, I, I, I do, however, I have a, I have a new um, forever and always to bring into this uh, ultimate trifecta. Oh my God. So we, I, we know the names of all the royal guard, right? Do we know all their names? I think we know no, all their names. Not if you're anime, we don't know. The, Do we, we not? Okay, no. that's fine. Fucking whatever. So I guess I'm just gonna say, keep an eye out. Um, <laughs> um, she's 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 beautiful and perfect, and I love her. So she always wears it best too. And she also, if that little preview of just textiles hanging from the ceiling was anything to go by, uh, she cares about aesthetics. Uh, so oh, wait, um, did maybe Mayuri said her name when they came down i don't give a shit let's let it be a mystery yeah uh, <laughs> yeah i mean at this point whatever she, we know she's a member of the royal guard we know yeah. i know that she is not everybody's cup of tea but she is mine so um uh she 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 always wears it best if she is in an episode Done. Yeah. Full stop. <laughs> um, but because because those are forever and always situations, I do want to call out um, when Kisuke's voice was reverberating through the Seireite, Shinji had a really dumbass smile and he yes. said something to the effect of like, of course we know it's a dumbass or whatever. Like his little smile at like hearing Kisuke again. uh it was it was nice to see aesthetically because Shinji's smile is always gonna be a nice thing. Yeah. Um, but 
the Shinji and Kisuke relationship is also something I really like. So yeah. that's my who wore it best this week. <laughs> and such a stark contrast between the Soifon and the Kisuke relationship where she like literally we- oh, awakens yeah. from con- like regains consciousness because it's of like, his annoying God voice. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was having such a nice sleep and dream. <laughs> Exactly. A dream where there was no Kisuke. <laughs> and Yoruichi's still captain of Squad 2 when I could just And they were just out. running, no, skipping, hands holding through the glen. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, sidebar, can we also acknowledge the fact that Yoruichi looks incredible in the opening sequence with that tie? Yes. Oh. oh. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Fabulous. <laughs> anyway, uh, best ship this week. Uh, speaking of... <laughs> Kisuke. Uh, oh my boy. best ship is actually Mayuri's hatred for Kisuke. <gasps> it oh, runs, fun. Okay. It runs so deep, he'd rather not have the solution for reclaiming Bankai and thus doom the entire Soul Society than work with Kisuke. <laughs> okay, fabulous. Um, I, I'm not even going to try and scrape the bottom of the barrel for something different because my best ship this week was the, the bickering old married scientists that are Kisuke and Mayuri this week. The back and yeah, forth was... is just everything. It's just everything. You know what? Honorable mention to uh, Omaida and Soyphone. I think the way he helped her out was really, really yes. nice. Yeah, I think Omaida has come in like leaps and bounds these past couple of episodes and from a far cry from where we saw him in the first couple of seasons where he's... He was he would be the dude to run away from a fight where he's really you know living up to his status and his name and his title and just yeah, yeah. it shows that when push comes to shove and he has to get serious he certainly can yeah, yeah. definitely yeah all right and uh, with that double take this week and my double take uh, we you mentioned it briefly but it is the subtitles reversing Shinji's speech. God, so, so cool. The first time I watched it, I was just I was just kind of listening and half-heartedly watching it. Uh, but then when I actually had to sit down and properly watch it, seeing those subtitles reverse and figuring out what it is, and it's actually something that when the dub comes out, I'm going to like switch to the dub and like listen to see how it's done. Oh, yes, yes. So I can actually understand the words that he's saying as well. I, I, and Shinji's music, just that oh, whole sequence. Oh, oh, yeah. His own theme oh, tune, yeah. just, ah, oh, Shinji. <laughs> so disorienting it's wonderful Uh, love it yep um my double take this moment it was super super small it was in the second episode i actually can't recall what it was in response to but it is just really rare in contemporary anime that we get anybody unironically actually giving us a like nani and we had a threefer ikaku yumichika and hisagi simultaneously surprised totally uh, totally caught off guard and all of them gasping and saying nani together i was like oh <laughs> classic anime shit but it was just nice to actually see it here and i was like did they really do that turns out yes they did that's amazing <laughs> yeah <sighs> okay uh fandom shout out this week um, so my fandom shout out because I haven't screamed about them enough is mm. this amazing little this cute little bit of artwork that is an opening by To underscore Me Too Zero Thirteen on Twitter or X on, as it's now called. I've been I I haven't but I'm not a Twitter person. This is the first time I've been on Twitter since it's become X. I swear to fucking God, this is so wow. I Welcome to up- our execution, am I right? I haven't updated my app. My app is still Twitter. Fuck. <laughs> I'm rebelling against the cause. My app is... I haven't updated my app. <laughs> Good luck. 
Uh, anyway, it is Momo determined look on her face, cradling bridal style in her arms, a very beaten up Shinji. Oh, he gotta say, he looks great. <laughs> <laughs> it's just her like uh. deter- it's Momo's determined look. It's you know her her new fancy haircut that she's got. Uh, it's just the emotion in the picture and it, on her on yeah. her face, and she's just like, I gotta get him to safety. Oh, yeah. it's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, yeah, I was deliberately trying to find something that was Shinji themed this week as well. Um, <laughs> and what I ended up discovering is maybe like a bit of a, a preview for next episode as well. Um, I found an artist who is on both Tumblr and X. <laughs> And I'm losing my mind. Um, uh, And I will say that the Tumblr is far safer for work than the the other website is. Um, So I'm going to share the Tumblr link. And then if you want to go to the other website from there, you certainly can. Um, So this person, uh, there was sort of, did you happen to see that color wheel piece of art that was kind of making the rounds a little bit? Um, if not, it's Maybe? okay. They're all very like pinup-y and like it's it's very, very nice. That's okay. Anyway, it's the same artist. This person goes by Anna's Anya, Anna's Dash Anya on both Tumblr and the other website. I literally can't fucking say it. Um Oh shoot. I didn't mean to share this. Well, okay, so I accidentally dropped a link of Rose being very handsome, so I'll I'll send that anyway. I mean, so this person Yeah, no, sure. no one's gonna be mad at that. Um but it's more that I, I don't even think it's a spoiler to say like we saw Rose and Kensei show up at the end of this episode. Oh, yeah. Like Rose is gonna have some stuff to do next episode. It just yeah. makes sense. Um but they so they draw a lot of um it's a lot of Orihara and Mayuri. It's a lot of um Shinji and Aizen, which I know is not everybody's thing, but let me just share this image. The movement in Shinji's hair and clothes in this piece of art. It's Shinji and Aizen sitting next to each other on a beach. Look at his robe. Look at his oh my clothes. Gosh. Gorgeous. Um, and it's it's short hair Shinji, but the hair blowing in the wind. It's it's really stunning. Um and they have some other stuff which is a little bit sketchier and a little bit less um oil paint e um but it's it's great so it's the 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 three pairs of people that are most common are izuru and rose shinji and aizen and urahara and mayuri i would say and they're all just lovely um so please take a scroll through their work i think they're really really great that's amazing yeah it's it it reminds me of a very kind of like final fantasy-esque yeah um, style as well yeah, it's gorgeous. Actually, you know what? Have another. This is Kisuke doing Mayuri's hair. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Oh, and I will also say, like, they do a lot of Mayuri out of makeup, which I don't think I oh, see nice. very often. Yeah. And once again, I will literally, I, if, I, if I have to die on one spicy hill, it's the Mayuri is hot boy hill. Uh, I mean, I see it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what, so I guess I'm recommending this whole entire artist, but I'll drop a link for the the Shinji and Aizen on a beach with beautiful clothing blowing in the wind. Um, yeah. Cool. All right. Anything else from you this week, Nomi? Uh, no, I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, God. I just realized something cursed that I'm going to have to read in our outro. 
<laughs> we'll get there when we get there. Okay. All right. Okay. The All right. Formerly you, known as you, Twitter. No, I, oh my God. I swear. Uh, well, hey, at least maybe we'll go to the moon one day. Ugh. Okay. Well, you wonderful souls. That is the end of another episode. If you like what you heard and you want to get involved, you can find us by searching for The Sayrete on Instagram and T Sayrete on X, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> now Ichigo and Rukia might reap souls but we are hoping to reap some five star reviews and that is where you come in make like our favorite orange haired protector and Ichigo to iTunes and Spotify to rate us and review us and make us feel like number one on the next episode of the podcast, we'll be covering anime episodes 384 and 385. We will see you, souls, then. Till next time. Bye. <laughs> Sidebar, do you ever just like, whatever, a fun activity is building characters with other powers in the 5e system, and I've never done Shinji, and now I really want to. Maybe I'll send it to you later. Yes. Well, I mean, because I, well, yeah, because, um, side note, can be edited. Uh, Rose was definitely a last night. <laughs> oh, yeah, you fucking think? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wait until I share my Ukitaki multi-class Ooh. situation with you one day it's i built it a bit ago but it's like it's fucking with one other thing and i can't remember oh with with like Ooh. come on anyway <laughs> like stupid oh, stupid that.